We'll get started with the WandaVision win it. Uh, name pending. Win, Haven't really win, win it. Win it is win it. Well, Mando minute. Wanda win it. Whatever. No. Okay. It's, no. 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 I'll, I'll think. I'll workshop it. All right. Maybe I'll. I add was. It in later. I was with that, Jeremy. I just want you to know Wanda that. Win it? I had your. Thank yeah, you. I had your back on that one. You appreciate uh, my genius. I, I had I, to question it you. because I didn't know what the hell was he. language What's he was speaking? A measurement of time that starts with W, Brian. Besides win it. The Wanda Weckend. See, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Weckend. Sounds like some sort of like disease from mid-century Europe. Exactly. He's got the Weckend. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Invite to Party podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy. I'm joined by my boys, Brian, Dave, and Ray. You guys want to introduce yourself, Matt, quick? Brian Ray first. Here. Me first? I think we'd go in the order that Jeremy... I already forgot the order that I said. It said Brian, Dave, Ray. So I figured... But then you have to expect to. Brian right, I'll tell you to... what. From now on, we'll just go in I thought Dave, order. Dave was first. If we're going in alphabetical just... order, I'll go first then. Oh, Brian, yes. Dave, Ray is uh, alphabetical. Yes, just alphabetical order from now on. <laughs> Brian, did you say, did you say your name yet? I'm Brian. I'm the one with the beard. Are you saying that because you want us to make a t-shirt where that's your catchphrase? Yeah. Why okay. not? I figured. Yeah. <laughs> Turning it into a thing. Uh, Dave, Dave I'm the one with the small penis. <laughs> <laughs> Is that... Should... I think maybe we should redo. There's gonna be a lot of I like that. There's gonna be a lot of cutting of this episode. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll just cut that. I'm a bit. Ray. I don't want a t-shirt. So <laughs> you guys can keep your beards. You're gonna get it first then. No uh no merch for De- uh, Ray. No, I'm good All right. with that. Welcome to the podcast. Um what do I do? Oh yeah. Uh I have we my don't notes know here. I'm we don't know either, Jeremy. Him. I'm just not looking either. at him. Before we get started, uh, hit that like button, subscribe, quick pause, and then text your best friend and be like, listen to this podcast, it's awesome. And they're like, I really like wrestling, but I can't find a podcast about wrestling. And you can be like, there's one episode, maybe more, but there's, so far there's one uh, episode can, about wrestling. They can send questions, though, if they want to, and requests, right? Yeah, you can, uh, you can send text me personally. I'll put out my phone number on the screen right now. Bam. Go ahead, text that number. Uh, just nice things. No, well, mm, you can send porn. I might not like it, but whatever. No, um, no. This is Brian's number. Like send it. him porn for sure. There you go. Um, All of that is yeah. wrong. Like, subscribe, tell your friend. Uh, five stars on podcasts. Uh, really, word of mouth, I think, is the best way to go about it. I can't really think of the last time I started listening to a podcast because I had an ad on Twitter or whatever. But I have started listening to a couple just because other people told me. So really, the best thing you could do to help us out is tell your best friend, your other best friend besides us, because we're your friends. Um, especially Ray. He loves adding friends. I love people. He told me. He I'm does. a, people, He's a person. people person. And a people pleaser, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's go... With uh, we'll go with the Wandavision minute. I haven't mm, haven't figured out like an assembly. I was gonna say we have uh, we have a Discord. If people want to join the Discord and ask questions or be a part of the unity, yeah, I can. Uh, I'll add the Discord link to the uh, the podcast description so that you guys can click on that. Brian is the admin. Um, he gets paid very well to do it. Uh, so watch out. He'll, he'll smack the band hammer down on you. I don't get paid at all. He gets paid he in hentai. That's... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, that's very well, though, right? I mean... Yeah, so uh, join the Discord. Join the club. Talk to us. We'll take inspiration from you, and we won't credit you. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll, we'll, we'll shout out your username. Way to um, win yeah, over people, Jeremy. <laughs> that's what that's I do. That's a good one. What's up? This is Jeremy once again in the editing booth fixing my previous mistakes. There's obviously going to be full spoilers for episode 3 of WandaVision as well as 1 and 2. So if you haven't watched any of those, what are you doing? What are you doing? Go watch them. They're great. They're fantastic. Um, So yeah, go watch those or skip ahead to the 
13 and a half minute mark and that'll be the end of the spoilers for this episode cool all right so we'll do this really quick i'll try i won't have a timer but i can kind of see it right here we'll keep it under five minutes total um so they're aware that they're in there which one of the theories we had postulated was like she was controlling people's minds or whatever or like she had this other reality going on and people were like weren't aware that they were inside of it but in this episode turns out they are aware which is waste there somewhere by the way uh, I, I think yeah. that, that we we definitely confirmed that the town is a real town the people are oh, real yeah. people yeah. and oh, they, yeah, the, they are being the manipulated by wanda but when her concentration's broken uh they kind of snap oh. out of it or when her attention's diverted so uh, the people outside the house while she was busy trying to hide her pregnancy yeah. started to snap out of it a little bit, right? So, okay. okay. So I think I think we're still on track for for our original predictions, and that that the people in there are real people, not constructs, like we said. Um, and and she, for some reason, she definitely doesn't want Vision to find out, like at all. Yeah, she definitely uh, did the old uh, glitch out. Uh, she doesn't redo. want to know he's dead. Yeah, he... I think I think I think that's right. Like she, she's she's doing this, but also I don't think she's the only one doing this. It's a good point, Brian. She might be being manipulated because uh, right. Uh, the, that's what the, I'm thinking. Video voice was saying, "Who's doing this to you, Wanda?" So she she might be being manipulated into having those kids. As a matter of fact, because yeah. it really looked a lot like everything was pointing towards that. Is sword the the like the military people outside? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Why well, did they seem yeah, like when, bad guys? When they kicked no. Monica out, uh, you notice that she woke up like from a dream. When they're playing yeah. mm-hmm. daydream believer. Yeah. Oh, or, or, you know, and then the sword swoops into because she got knocked out when when she left the bubble over the town. You could see like the pixelated like yeah, television, it was like. Yeah. The mm-hmm. blue, green, and yeah. Uh, yeah. red again yeah. for the for the TV. Yeah. Did um, she infiltrate so the it, town? I yeah, believe so. She, like, that was the helicopter. She yeah, came she came in. in with the helicopter. Is is exactly uh, what. I... And yeah. When the uh, this is just I, I'm just thinking this off the top of my head. When the when she was trying to make the stork go away, and it wouldn't with the red like puff of like reality stone smoke or whatever. She she it wasn't go away. <clears throat> That's that's part of what I'm my uh, my theory is that somebody else is doing uh, manipulating her is that there's other magic going on that she can't like control. So, you know, um, some other magical powered being is is at play here. Um, and well, the, so, sword the, is heavily monitoring. They know what's going on. They're like surrounding this thing and they can't get in. And I think they're containing. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 can't get in and then when they try to get in um like um with Monica, she came in through the helicopter or whatever and that's why, you know, she's like I don't know where I am or I don't know why I'm here. And then the guy who came in the beekeeper outfit probably was wearing some kind of thing that won't make him get affected, but then she did the whole time reverse thing and so that ended up not happening i guess yeah i i think that this episode did a really good job of uh, allowing us to know that uh she's not completely in control yeah uh, i mean she turned like the mobile into butterflies and was like i didn't even mean to do that you know yeah. everything during like the birth where our the water broke and it started raining inside yeah yeah, yeah like so so She's she isn't completely in control now. Whether that's just because of her attention being diverted or because of outside influences, we don't know yet. But we're leaning towards. For I sure. Think, I think before she went into this state, she was already pregnant, and whoever is manipulating this uh, town covered that up to make her think that she wanted these kids. Maybe she really doesn't want to have these kids. And then maybe maybe they're they they're controlling the narrative to make her think she wants them. 
it's a possibility. I don't know yep. anything about anything. So all good theories. Oh, Jeremy, just so you know, sword is an offshoot branch of shield. Okay, so in essence, they're good guys, or they're supposed Was, to. Um... Are the military dudes? Are they sword too? Because it kind of that, seems like all sword. they weren't yeah, expecting sword her to be sword. there. It's all sword. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like swords containing this. This you know, her taking over the town in this reality bubble. It's similar to when like Thor's hammer dropped and shield, you know, put up uh, like, a perimeter, mm. uh, you know, in a very military presence, and then you had your first Hawkeye appearance during that. Like they were protecting the hammer while they figured out what was going on. Uh, it's similar yeah, to yeah. that, I think little little uh like et type style thing you know you gotta contain yeah. it mm. uh, so I, I think that's what's going on on the outside of the bubble you also notice that the the aspect ratio changes change mm-hmm. that's how you when know when she popped it, out that was cool and and monica was Cinematic. still wearing her her 70s clothes yeah, yeah. which re- reality is actually warping it's not an illusion or a dream reality is in fact warping inside there so, which I think is really damn scary for anybody that lived in that town, man. Like, holy. When she was getting angry. Yeah. She's like, who are you? It does, I don't think it does... shit, she's going to make her. I don't think anybody lived in that town. I think it was abandoned before they got there. I, I, I don't know unless they're like people that worked with Sword or, or whatever that all got trapped in there. There's That's what I'm thinking. People, yeah. Yeah. There, there's people there. Um, a lot of them are scared out of their minds, though. They've got to be. Um, if you think about it, the old Twilight Zone episode uh, with the little kid that can change reality and all uh-huh. the have to placate him, it feels a little bit like that, but like an extended version of that. You know? Yeah, but they knew in the Twilight Zone, they knew everybody knew what they were, why they what was going on, and they knew they had to make the kid happy. Yeah, but the neighbors kind of know what's up too, according yeah. to so. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Pat really looking forward know. to uh, <laughs> the next few episodes. Uh, I like how they're like slowly peeling back like the mystery. You ready for the like, 80s little next tidbits? Week? But um, yeah, I'm ready for 80s, 90s, anything that I feel because I'd never watched. Brian was watching it while I was like we were in a party chat, and it, what was that? One? Brady Bunch references and stuff. I yeah, never the, watched the, the, Brady the Bunch. living room was uh, not mirrored, but it was a reshuffle. Oh, it was all the exact same pieces, but it was a reshuffle of the Brady Bunch living room. Yeah. Yeah, like the stairs and everything. The, the stairs and the, the, the white brick, like, ah. kind of garden basket that's at the base of the stairs and the exact couch and the color of the carpet. Everything was, like, shuffled. It was just yeah. weird. Because that was the first thing that we noticed. I'm looking forward to, like, sitcoms that I can, like, have personal experience with. All these people in inside this town don't notice that like architecture and like the environment is changing around them. They're just going along with the ride, I guess. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess I would. <laughs> so that's it for the WandaVision Win It. Come back right. next week so we can talk about another Win It of WandaVision. Dave does not like that name so much. <laughs> He's shaking his head. Like I'll it. have another week to think of a new name. But yeah, really <laughs> strong show. I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens next. All right. What did you guys play this week? I'm going to go first. I played Donut Country. You played what? Donut Country. Because uh, Brian actually reminded me of it. It's like an indie title that got was pretty... Um, well regarded, I think a couple of years ago. I think it came out 2018 or 2019. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But it was on PC only, I think, okay. uh, for a minute. But now it's on Game Pass. And I played it. And it's like a little indie, puzzly kind of game with a weird like story. But really good. I like it. Did I you recommend beat it? It's, yeah. It's like maybe four hours, three, four hours, if that, um, okay. to play it. But uh, 548 megabytes size. So pretty big download. Even Brian's hard drive can fit it um chock full of stuff but it's a cute quaint little game that i enjoyed a lot Had what would you beats. compare it to as far as like style of game mm. uh, it's pretty eccentric it's uh what was that one goose game 
like the art style is kind of like the untitled goose game the untitled goose game uh yeah (laughs) the art style is kind of like that but it's not really the same basically the premise is the story is like there's a raccoon and he's delivering donuts with his company but the donuts are actually donut or holes because donut hole but it's a hole and you try and drop objects that's in the environment into the hole and it gets slightly bigger and you're trying to basically suck up everything in the environment with your donut hole so did did you hear about the the sequel to it no yeah they're coming out with a new one where you go around with a pneumatic spike killing people it's called donut country for old men oh my god <laughs> i was like where is this going but yeah it's quaint little cute indie title recommend everybody play it it's it's, it's fun and i like the story the characters are really endearing and funny um and they get texting right like there's like texting in the game but it's like it feels like real texting it's pretty funny not like um, cyberpunk where everybody's trying to sell you a used car oh yeah love that i do like the texting in that game too but it's like to conversate this feels like more modern like or at least how i text where it's like a bunch of little messages cyberpunk's like here's a paragraph maybe sometimes you get a couple lines but the other game i've been playing mostly is hitman 3 which is the final part of the trilogy from the company i can't remember their name it's like not a remake but a reboot really um of the trilogy started in 2016 with the hitman 2016 version so it's the last Very game good. unless it makes money <laughs> well, <laughs> no no because they're moving on to which i'm really excited for a new james bond game oh, oh. interesting. and okay. if it's anything like if basically if it's like even if it was just a rescan of hitman as james bond with james bond stuff in it perfect because that would be a really cool take on it yeah but just james like, bond infiltrate is this more space. than just an assassin well, yeah, but Hitman's more than... Okay, so I'll, this is... I just did the... It, there's six levels in the game, which seems like nothing. But each level is like its own little world, and there's a gajillion different ways to assassinate your targets. But yesterday, I was playing the second level, which is like in a British manner, basically. It looks exactly like the one from the end of the Bond movie, the the sequel to the Casino Royale. Whatever the continuation of that one is. Anyway, um, you're the, you go in there, and then like uh, there's like certain mission stories that kind of guide you like for your first couple times in the level before you like go into the sandbox and do whatever you want Um, you don't have to do them but they're pretty cool and funny but one of them i took the spot of a detective so while i'm trying to kill the lady of the house i'm also trying to solve the murder of who killed her brother and like there's like there's like it's like a whodunit within the game and it's like pretty funny and then it leads to some like uh different opportunities like i beat this uh, other part of the mission where i had to get the case file from from her uh it opened up opportunities to do that instead of just taking it so you can like there's like it's not just like just straight up just killing people i mean that is part of it but um there's like sneaking talking uh taking to disguise setting up traps or whatever to kill them so like i also electrocuted her outside of mm. fountain using like a, a camera flash i took a screenshot and she's like Ugh! but it's pretty funny I enjoyed that about Hitman, how there were a lot of different ways to, like, uh, uh, get to your target, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So Some of them are funny. Like, uh, in the first level, I used an exploding golf ball to kill a dude. Um, Drop chandeliers on people, the classic. Yep. Uh, Poison their food. Um, There's a myriad of different ways. So I'm really... Yeah. I'm taking it slow. I'm, like, I replayed the first level, like, a gajillion times to try and see different ways to assassinate assassinate them. Nope. Oh, um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's what I played. Hitman 3. Love it. I recommend anybody play it, especially play the last two. Highly recommend. Uh, if you didn't play it yet, um, you can play the first one. I mean, it's a story arc, tri- like a trilogy of games, so the story continues through. And it's really cool. Like, how it looks at, like, the other ones were kind of janky, but the, uh, the other ones um, were mostly like just setups for killing these targets. This one has like a the threat of like, what does it really mean if like you're an assassin? How does that affect your life? How does it like turn on you almost? Like, what does it really mean? Like, who are you if you're not mm. an assassin? It's cool. I like it. I can't wait to play 
the same levels over and over again and kill people in different ways and drop that more sounds... chandeliers on people's heads. Play, playing the same level over and over again sounds exciting. <laughs> it doesn't sound exciting, but it's like no. there's a there's every single time you can uh, when you replan it, like you uh, you unlock and open up different ways to get in. So first sure. time you might just start out as each. Uh, it's a good way to it, it's a good way to give longevity to a game. Uh, however, in mm-hmm. that in that in, instance for this particular thing where you get new options to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. The each each run through feels different. And then there's the ultimate challenge of do the entire level like just your suit don't get spotted or like don't break your cover uh only kill the target and then get out in your suit so like the first level i was trying to figure that out for like two hours i was just running around like how the fuck can i kill these dudes not get caught and not like change my outfit so a lot of fun it's like a puzzle game with murder well that's fair all right speaking of games that are rebooted sort of dave you guys notice the segue dave was playing a remaster of a classic title yeah i started playing uh mafia one two and three i never played you. any of them so they had all three of them on sale definitive collections for 60 bucks so i figured for for 20 dollars a game i just got done watching goodfellas Oh, you were in the like, mood then, yeah. I was like, yeah, I think I think I want a mafia game. Yeah, it harkens back to like the uh, Scarface game or uh, the Godfather game or uh, or even like L.A. Noir. It's more like of an on rails version of a GTA. Uh, there's also like a sandboxy version that you can play. I've only played the the first one so far. I haven't gotten all the way through, but I'm I'm getting near the end of it and. Uh, uh, I, I I like the storyline. I like the characters. It's uh, yeah, a classic 1930s, and it looks like the second one's like 1950s. The third one's 1970s, so it like jumps up uh, in uh, in the eras of of the the mafia as as you go on. So right now I'm driving around in old old Tommy cars with Tommy guns, and you know. There's a lot of, uh, you know, gangsters Mafia around. Mafia stuff. I really liked the first one. It was one of my favorite, like, top ten games for a while just because I really liked the storyline and the characters I thought were really cool in it. Like, they really feel like like, uh, like your Mafia, like, family. Like, they really feel like family. And then it's better, like, I think there's a couple times, maybe once or twice in the story, where, like, you get betrayed or, like, it turns out, like, one of your Mafia people is, like, a rat or whatever, and you got to knock them off. And it is kind of, it's kind of like, it feels almost personal. You're like, man, I, f- I really love Tommy. I didn't like it. It sucks. That red I, It's been like literally a decade <laughs> since I played that game. So I can't remember exactly. And I, I do remember the ending. Uh, uh, don't spoil it. I'm not there yet. I won't spoil it. But uh, I remember the ending and some of the parts, especially uh, the car race where you like get that sports car. I remember doing that fucking level so many times because I kept losing. Yeah, I, I just had that experience yeah yeah it's painful uh, oh, but, I, um, I i will say though like if we're a remaster it, it looks beautiful does it oh really yeah and i'm, I'm playing on an xbox one uh x with uh it's not even on a solid state drive i have it on my normal drive load times are a little little slow but like nothing nothing crazy uh no load times when you're in like the open map for the city um <laughs> But it's very on rails. There's, yeah, playing through the storyline, it's get in the car, drive here, mm-hmm. do this. So it's kind of it's like an old school feel like that. There's not a whole lot of uh, leniency when it, when it comes to like the, the mission design. There's one set path to get through this warehouse or whatever usually. And um, it's not quite as open world as as games are now. I, I think as I I didn't I didn't want to jump right to three and get like that newest you know version of what Mafia can do without playing through the storylines of the first two. So uh, I don't feel like I I've hobbled myself by playing the first one because the remaster looks like a current gen game. It it you know. Mm-hmm. It, Sure, the the animations of the characters are a little wonky, uh, but they are in, in GTA. 
Yeah. So it's it, you know, and, and if anything, they're they're better than GTA. Uh, the only thing I think La Noir does better than this game, especially the remaster, is the uh, facial uh, tracking. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, but that still was, holds up really well. So yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that was like ninety nine percent of what La Noir was for was for mm-hmm. that that facial recognition, the, the interviewing and whatnot for that yeah. re- facial expressions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just replayed La Noir not that long ago, but this definitely has the the feeling of that, like it's the same era. Um, it's the yeah same same kind of feeling, but like I said, I, I could do with a little bit more open world. I yeah, I'm not trying to 100% the game or. And I'm not playing the open world specific because uh, you can, like like I said, you can hop out of the story mode and drive around and whatnot, but I just want to get through the story so I can get on to the other ones and then maybe I'll go back and play some open world. But There you go. But yeah, uh, definitely for 60 bucks for all three games, phew, highly recommend. That's cool. Ray, what, uh, what about you besides Smite? <laughs> mm, uh, yes, hold on. Ray. He's about to educate us, I guess. Uh, Okay. I played Greedfall. Oh, yeah. I I remember hearing a lot about that game, especially from um, my friend Zach. It was very promising, the concept. Okay. Yeah, that's what I... It had, yeah, like, okay. the combat system's a little wonky, which I didn't like because it was the worst parts of Assassin's Creed. Okay? And I'm not I'm already not an Assassin's Creed fan. So, like the first I, couple? Yeah, yeah. Um, you attacking does absolutely nothing, but you parrying and reposting mm. does everything, uh, or firearms or whatever else that they have in there. So it just, it just, I, the concept is promising. The implementation didn't come out great. Okay. I, everybody's mileage yeah. will vary because, you know, I, I have different tastes in games than some people do, and that's fine. Um, well, that's just why also, we have a podcast. It also looked a little dated, even though it just came out, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Like, it didn't look great. I, I don't understand. And this was supposed to be like a, a, a game that was in development for a while. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. make up for it in like the different subsystems that they have. I'll try out a little bit more and, and see if I end up liking it or not. But right now, I'm, I'm kind of on the very cold meh on it. Yeah. You know? That's so. the general like uh, feel I got from other people was like it seems really cool on paper and people were excited for it to come out, but then once it dropped, it's kind of like, eh. It's because there's nothing there's nothing flashy about it. You don't get mm-hmm. to any of, the, any of the cool, insane you versus magical stuff for I'm assuming hours into the game at that point. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't ramp up well at all. Um, uh, then I did play some more Diablo, Dave. We've got a couple more levels. <laughs> um, I do have a couple of other things. All right. And yes, I did continue my my voyage into getting good GUD in Smite, and it is working week after week. Good. And better. Um, by the way, found a god, Dave, that has a skin called Gamma Irradiated. Nice. <laughs> and he, he looks like the Hulk, which I think is funny as shit since they don't have that license. Um, yeah, Mayan god called Cabra Khan, the destroyer of mountains. Of course. Dead, the dead. breaker of worlds. Yeah, I played him and I got the most kills that I did for a guardian type that I ever did in a game. Like, second time out, I was like, what the hell is going on? Man, I, I punched Zeus square in his mush. It was awesome. <laughs> um, But I, I want to, I wanna like, backtrack for a second. Uh, do having a, a some news, uh, Avengers. I know that uh, a lot of people mm. were the game, but not so much as apparently some of the developers, because now the fans are doxing them. Ooh, uh-oh. No. And, and mm. it is a giant stain on what's going on. Like, don't get me wrong. We all love our heroes, right? Um, yeah. And I want more than anything else to get more content for that game. I yeah. love the game, okay? Mm-hmm. Straight up, I love everything about that game, okay? Um, could, could could unique or exotic items drop a little bit more? Sure. I, I you know, uh, but ultimately, I love the mechanics of the game. I love the combat system of the game. love the storyline of the game. And I love the layout that they have for the game 
And just because the content's not coming out as fast as you want doesn't give you the right to like just drop everybody's, you know, like a developer's address and phone number out on the internet. What kind of happy horse shit is that? Don't be that toxic person is is my my thing here. Okay. Like that's that's not right. There's no there's no internet justice here that you need to do. It is a game. Okay. Um, but I just wanted to throw that out of, out there. And, uh, the last two things that I'm going to talk about are, I have, uh, I have been exploring and discovered, uh, for me, it was new, the, a new role-playing game called the Cypher System by Monty Cook Games. Um, That's I, a real life game, right? Like IRL. Yes, that is a, that is a tabletop RPG game. Yes. This is actually my forte and why you brought me on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, Lay it uh, down. It's four, it's 457 pages. I think the core rule book, it is immense. Um, it is a generic system. Yeah. It's huge, but it's packed mm. so much information and awesome. And what Jeremy, what I mean by generic system is you can literally take any property or any idea and put it in the system and it works. You want to play My Little Ponies? You could do it. <laughs> How'd you know? That's, that's you, want to, you want to play, you want to play uh, fantasy? You can do it. Sci-fi, same thing. It has systems for everything. I find that it is the smoothest uh, and player-driven system that I have seen in a long time. And by player-driven, I mean that the players have their own mechanics and ways to confront the dungeon master or GM game master uh, with the problems that he gives them. Okay. It's it not, nothing ultimately comes down to luck of the die. It's luck of the die. Plus if you decide that you really want it to succeed or not, you know, so there's, there's, there's a little bit of, of power given back to the players in it. Um, I've been running it for months now. And I just picked up all the different source books for it because I'm never going to another game system again. Um, I very much enjoy it. Uh, they came yep. out and their source books are uh, genre specific. So they have one for fantasy, fairy tale, sci-fi, uh, horror, and they're coming out with a superhero one. So instead of it being like a source book for, hey, here's this set of adventures for fantasy in our game world. They don't do that. They give you the source book, which doesn't go into a whole lot of rules, but it goes into a lot of tropes that make up the the genre, uh, ideas and trappings of the genre, like giving the GM inspiration to make their own world, Mm -hmm. which is something that's sorely lacking in D&D 5th edition and a lot of other games out there right now. They want you to buy their licensed product. This Mm -hmm. game says buy our core books and make whatever the hell you want with it, which is amazing. So you're saying, cool. you're saying that the $200 worth of Pathfinder stuff that I bought is uh, worthless now. Is that what, is that what saying? We're not playing that anymore. <laughs> We're not playing that anymore because of the pandemic, not because of any any other reason. Well, you Liz, just said you were never going to go back to another system. So I don't run Pathfinder. Liz does. Well, I didn't know if you meant run no, or play. No, no, no. Don't put words in my mouth to be insane. <laughs> okay. Shithead. <laughs> uh, the last thing is an actual card game. I can feel the uh, love in the room. Again, Jeremy, in real life card game. In Look, real life cards. In real life. Marvel Champions. Uh, Marvel Champions is a card game where you and your friends sit around and beat the enemy deck. Like everybody gets a hero. They kind of sit around the table and do that. Uh, very fun game. Scales from one to four people beautifully. Okay. Um, everybody can take a different hero, but more importantly, um, they just came out with two decks, which I think are fantastic, uh, Ant-Man and another one for the Wasp, which is very cool because I'm, I, normally you have a card, right? So like a simple card with the stats on it. They, and on the flip side is like their secret identity. Well, for Ant-Man, the card opens up so he could grow big. <laughs> Which I think awesome, is great. Um, and the same for the, the Wasp. Uh, Wasp is going to be coming, I think, this week, which is what I was talking about, Jeremy, that I got a package on the way. Kind of did me to talk about this. Uh, that's a great game to play. 
with your family at home, get a copy of it. It's called Marvel Champions. Um, it's not hard to play, a lot of fun, um, and a lot of teamwork involved in order to take down the villain. I think Dave can attest to that. Like, you can't do it alone. Yeah. You, need, you need, like, Captain America jumping in front with a shield or, you know, so Iron Man can hit the, the unibeam straight to MODOK's face. Crap like that. Like, there's just no way to go about it. You can't do it alone. So go grab your friends uh, and go do that. Also playable on, I think, Tabletop Pro, I think, is the, the site. Like, they have add-ons for Marvel Champions that you can play online with your friends, which should be something maybe we should do. I was Yeah, I was literally... Because I was asking about D and D, because I was wanting to try and do like D and D virtual. I can, I can do that for but you. Also the mm-hmm. tabletop, uh, like that. I've I've seen that. Like you can play like bunches of board games and card games and stuff. That's really cool. Sure. On like a virtual table, so that's pretty sick. So we could probably, yeah, that would be dope to do sometime. We could play some Uno too. Hell Uno. yeah, bro! Yeah, that's Uno just day, a, that's a surefire way to break up any and all of these friendships right there, Brian. So. Uno. <laughs> That's what we did New Year's Eve. That's everything that I have on my extended list of stuff to talk about. Brian, last but certainly not least, what did you play this week? Um, I have not played anything. Um, Control. Anything? Oh yeah. I haven't played anything new this week. Um, and honestly, I haven't really played much Control. I did play a little bit, but. Yeah. It's just it's just been a heavy work week and and I just at the beginning of this week and the beginning of last week actually too I just wasn't feeling the greatest so I didn't I slept, I slept a lot. lot um um well you then, look good so there's that you yeah. also have gorgeous skin <laughs> I um yeah my my skin's really 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 white um <laughs> like. Really, yes, pale, Brian. I should say, yes, Brian, you are the whitest person <laughs> that I know. It's true. <laughs> I don't know, but Jeremy's but, right there. But nationality, like, I'm not the whitest person. True. Jeremy's sitting right there. Accurate. That's true. <laughs> I don't mean to take your title away from you, Jeremy. You are still the whitest person I know. Thank you. But um, is that a yeah, it, it's just been a, it's just been a. Uh, like I don't know, not a heavy gaming week, I should say. Mm-hmm. Sure, I've been jumping around a lot. Yeah, um, I've also been playing Jump Apex Legends. Jump, jump which around has changed my opinion on battle royale games. I I have no interest in playing Fortnite still. Um, different style, like no interest in it. I like following the storylines and like the events that happen in the game because it's pretty cool. They do it on that scale, but uh. Apex Legends, I, I I understand the hype behind the battle royale genre now, and it's kind of like made me hunger for more PvP. So I've also been playing Halo Five, like PvP. Is that a step backwards? Just, just like no step. Uh, actually, they're pretty. They're very similar. Um, the only difference is a little bit uh, is the movement in Halo Five. You have like boosters, so you can boost back, front, side to side, but the sliding and everything feels pretty much the same as uh what's it called apex legends aims a little bit more accurate in halo 5 too but uh yeah i get the hype especially when you get down to like the last two or three squads and you get the adrenaline flowing and you're like oh shit they could be around any corner the circle's getting smaller if we if we kill these dudes we win the match that we've been playing for like 15 20 minutes um because it's pretty quick Uh, it's not like the uh what was that what was the first one was it literally uh battle royale player unknowns battle oh oh PUBG, PUBG, PUBG. Uh, Player unknown like that, battlegrounds. Yeah, that would take like an hour because it's like that on, uh, circles that's on so Game Pass slow. Now, isn't it? PUBG. It's trash on Xbox, though. It's not optimized. It? I mean, it's never been optimized, but it's even worse on Xbox. It's so, worse on Xbox. Those those <laughs> matches would take a while. Um, I couldn't watch them either because it was super slow. But Apex is like you're probably playing between even when I won the one time, uh, it was like 20 minutes total. And then other matches, like if you die, usually it's either in the first 30 seconds or uh, like 10 minutes in, 15 yeah, minutes didn't in. Didn't you lose your mind in chat the other day when you won? Yeah, it was exhilarating. <laughs> it's been a long time since I felt like that rush 
of dopamine from winning something. Uh, wow. It reminded wow. me a lot of like Sea of Thieves when like you're in a fight and you have like a ton of shit like on your boat and you're like, I don't want to sink and lose all this. And then you take out the other ship and you're like, yes. But this is like the same kind of feeling like that, that rush. I get that winning. every 15 minutes, man. Winner. <laughs> Chicken dinner. But yeah, so um yeah, I kinda I downloaded and bought um Black Ops Cold War. So I wanna try that out. Yeah, last night. Uh I, I bought it last night right after you guys got off. Um yeah, Battle Royales. I'm excited. I don't want a Battle Royale in Halo. It doesn't fit. What are we supposed to be talking about? Battle Royales. Um, and how no. cool they are. You why don't, why, the, why don't you guys Royales. like okay? Why don't you like battle royales? Re, well, Ray, I think let me predict you don't like battle royales because you're you're tepid on PvP experiences in general, like straight PvP, like directly shooting each other or whatever. Um, uh, and you don't no, really, no you don't I like don't really like battle royales well, right? because you can be taken out of the match like right away just from sticking your head up, and then I've wasted 15 minutes Fair. of my time. Uh, if there was a respawn, sure. But there's not. I mean, there's some, respawns in Apex some Legends. Some of them have that. Uh, you get revived or uh, you get a, cool a token. Yeah, if I have yeah. to rely on someone else for a respawn, it's not a respawn. Just so The cool you... thing is, if the game ends, like for you, you just load up and you don't have to wait till the match is like completely done. Yeah, but what if you're playing groups? Eh. Yep. yep. If I'm playing like with trios, a group, that's not the case. And very I always rarely, have. Very rarely does the squad get not marked at the same time what was the thing we played in battlefield that was like that where we all jumped in something and oh firestorm it was garbage Ugh. yeah so yeah bad. i didn't like that that felt not as good as apex uh, i i think what it is is um if i was really good at those type of games i'd want to play them because there would be a glimmer of hope a little light at the end of the tunnel that maybe i would be able to win but i'm not that good at first person shooters I, I am uh, good enough to have fun occasionally and do well occasionally. But those uh, games, especially like a, a, a solo version of that, is just like, like I, I know the eventual out, outcome is going to be me sucking and getting killed. And it's just not like you just dread it the whole time. And it's not fun. Yeah. Plus, I, I don't I don't like the, the slow pace. Like there's such a slow pace in the beginning generally where people are hiding and the, the map's really big and then as the circles get closer you get more and more you know interactions uh, it's uh not not my thing I, i'd rather Apex just is super quick though the circle yeah because if if it comes to pvp if it comes to pvp and first person shooting i have no problem with it because dave and i spent actually several afternoons together being clone troopers getting our faces shot off by drones uh <laughs> and I had a great time with it because there was a respawn. Like, I knew I was coming back in the next wave, right? In Smite, it's all PvP. I don't do anything against any of the, the bots. All of that's PvP. I have no problem. I played, like, four hours of that shit straight yesterday. So it's not really that. It's it's a matter of um, I like doing things in groups. It's being cooperative about it. So Battle Royales in general... Uh, in instill no teamwork whatsoever what? it's all hot it's all hot shots i mean yeah but you gotta have three hot shots but if you take 1v3 i mean if you're god tier yeah you can drop the squad or whatever but otherwise you gotta like if you're going in like 2v3 or you're a man down like you're gonna be screwed unless like you're like pinging people like that's what you spend the whole time being like oh but yeah look over there there's a dude there's an open box like pinging constantly which i really miss in other games but uh when there's no pinging it, it really, it really is. When feeling. you die, you die. Like there's no, it, there ain't no coming back, man. There's no coming back. <laughs> That's part of what I like about it because it has that like you're like you're like oh shit I could literally die at any second and then not that the last 15 minutes wouldn't mean anything but it's like you're not gonna win obviously I, so you uh, don't want to die. I think what it is is I have a preference to lean towards either really good storytelling in in a game, so that goes for like tomb raiders and you know more yep. of a, like an adventure-based story game or yeah. on the other flip side of that i want a meat grinder game 
where if I die, I'm back in the action right away. I don't have to wait a long time. Like Battlefield even tests my patience sometimes where right, right, you yeah. have to run back to the action to the front yeah. oh like that that's that's my limit and then when you get to like something in a PUBG or a Fortnite or whatever and everybody jumps out of the plane you might have a little bit of action when you first land but like warzone everybody's humping a roof somewhere i don't know where anybody is i'm sitting around like trying to like oh and then if you try and run a gun in a game like that you, you're just annihilated it's not yeah. gonna happen you have to be like tactical and slow and it's just that's not the experience of the game i want i don't want to fall asleep you know what i mean i don't i'm, I'm an old my man my hands are sweating the whole time i if i'm if i'm bored i have a tendency to start nodding off that's all i'm saying so like apex i get in there i might get hyped up for a couple of minutes but then eventually that initial hype wears off I start to doze a little bit, you know, take out a Werther's original from my purse or whatever, <laughs> pop it in, you know, trying to keep That's myself fair. awake, whatever it might be. But yeah, you know what I'm saying here. You know, it's just I get not... mad sweaty the whole time. There's always something to do and there's always a dude like just waiting for you. I don't know if they picked up the pace of the circle or something, but it's like it forces you in there. You go mad quick. I don't know. No, maybe I you like do. It. Maybe maybe but, uh, you go mad. Sounds quick, like uh, quick spawns, you know, back in the action sounds a lot like you would like Halo Five. The other uh, game. I'm not a big a fan lot. of the type of play control that comes with uh That's different. It's I'm different just than not four, a fan of three, Halo. Two, one. <laughs> uh, see, gonna... the, the, there's the, you have an entire lifetime of nostalgia behind your love of Halo. Five no 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 I'm not gonna hear this nostalgia baloney. Uh, yeah, Halo five do. came out in two thousand fifteen. Halo I'm five not, came out in two thousand fifteen. I'm not saying that that's the sole reason you like the game. But what I'm saying is I was a PlayStation guy. I never once touched a Halo game until you guys had me jump in one that one time. And uh I don't have like ten years of knowing how to play the game, or however how long has it been since the first Halo? It's been more than ten. Right? Tw- oh yeah, way more than ten. Twenty. 20 so, yeah. so you have twenty years of playing this game. You, you've grown attached to it. The the mythos and lore behind it. The you know the, getting used to the headshot like rewarding dopamine that you get from it. And then I get in there and I just get destroyed repeatedly ad nauseum and it's just not as much fun as something that like i'm more familiar with can i tell you why i don't like halo i'm gonna tell you straight up because jeremy you are not the biggest fan of halo i've ever met in my life for the last 20 years i'm actually turned off by the amount of fandom it has (laughs) i can can see that yeah it's definitely falling off how good halo Halo is and i'm like i don't give two shits yeah and look, I, I openly admit that I'm the one in the wrong here. I am the minority by not liking it. I get that. Uh, and I'm not saying that you're wrong for loving it. I'm just saying, like, we come from two different backgrounds, and and, and never the two shall meet without me bitching. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's why I think you would like Five, because Five is not liked by most. I, Brian does not like Five at all. He, not I would the, say, not, is like the old school the like Halo anyway. lover. Uh, Halo 5 is not beloved by, I would say, most fans of the classic series because it made so many modern accoutrements that uh, add so many things like quicker movement. You it's okay to like say the word improvement instead of accoutrement. It's fine. Improvements. Whatever. Uh, improvements. Um... <laughs> they with, with with 5, they they tried to make it more modern and make it more um accessible to the mainstream accessible well, not, to the younger generation the and old games were accessible just super so slow so slow you can't even sprint like it's you need to i like when they added that in reach that was fine but yeah um, i but just were I like people how quick complaining about that when halo one and two first came out no, no. But no one other no other games really had sprint yet exactly that's what in i'm saying so yeah, so we, why, we evolved why the game. Why complain about it now? We evolved the game. It, it evolves. It's like, you know, it's still All the right. same basic core concept, which is like, if you're, get if headshots you're go, first. If you're going to go play Halo 1, 2, or 3, and you're going mm-hmm. there to play it, mm-hmm. don't complain yeah, about fine. those things. If you're well, yeah, going, but, if you're playing it on I, purpose. I'm playing it like to play the old school, like, you know, game or whatever. But then while I'm playing, I'm like, man, it's really cool to see how far we've come from these older games 
Okay, well the then say that. Don't complain games. about it. I'm gonna complain about it. <laughs> Kalo. Just kidding. Uh, I All just, right, I'm, I'm down with that. It was cool at the time, but after playing like modern <laughs> games and then going back, it's like, man, I really miss these comforts that not comforts, but like some things. I'm just like, I don't know how we these convenience upgrades. I just See, like moving quicker. I like millennials like to complain about things. Brian, you're a millennial. We we did this the other day. I'm not a millennial. He's I a millennial. We looked it up. Oh, just because my my age range and my my birth my birth year oh, fits in there doesn't mean my soul. doesn't my um doesn't mean my mentality is there. Oh, that's fair. It's an old soul. How did we I get think on if Halo you like again? Modern shooters, you would like Halo Five. Dave, it's all yeah, I'm saying. No. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Speaking of Xbox, let's let's talk about uh them them hiking up the price and then dropping it back down when everybody complains. Oh my uh, god. Uh, yeah. What what, what a, a great story this was. Um mm-hmm. for anybody that doesn't know out there, Microsoft on Friday about noon to one o'clock announced that they were going to double the price of Xbox Live Gold. Double. In in a in a in a very uh soft handed effort to push everyone to just getting the game pass, mm-hmm. which would then be the normal price. Right? right, it wouldn't change yeah. anything. Literally, <laughs> just yeah. Right. So instead of them just rebranding Xbox Live Gold and internally merging all of the accounts together, they decided to make this announcement. Um, fans wanted to exploded. Microsoft's headquarters. It was trending yeah. hardcore on t- Twitter. It, it was wild. Well, yeah. like, it, it all fuck? it trended it trended on Wall Street Journal's website as well, and a bunch of other oh, places God. because. Yeah. Of the uh, financial impact it was going Absurdity. to have. Absurdity. Doubling a price. What, who, who doesn't have Game Pass, idea? though? Who, who doesn't right. have Game Pass? Who, who it was definitely not Phil here? Spencer. So at around, what, 7, 8 o'clock on Friday is when they decided to turn it around and make an announcement. Hey, hey, guys, we heard you. Uh, never mind. And that's how they ended it. <laughs> also, free-to-play games. Uh are yeah. free to play. You you can play your free to play online games with without without gold. Without yeah yeah without gold. Which is, you don't need gold. The idea is, is they really want to phase out gold and just go with the ultimate pass, which is just a rebrand, right? With a few extra mm-hmm. add-ons. Then just mm-hmm. do that and tell everybody that only had gold, hey, you're going to be bumped up two dollars. You know whatever. Yeah, know little, what. Just like cable companies do all the damn time. Right, yeah. um, we're not we're not using the service anymore. We're in this service now. Here you go. You know what I mean? If that's the case, you should have just done that, honestly. Um, and I, I I don't know why Microsoft made a big deal about that instead yeah, of I don't know marrying the two and grandfathering people in because yeah, right. they they almost lost a lot of face for it, honestly. Mm-hmm. They could yeah. have lost a lot, especially of, their lot of income good guy for act. That. For a while now, has been like, we love you, gamers. We're your best friend, and this is kind of like, but also doubling the price of gold, which you need to play. But they like, they came so quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I was really prepared to come onto the show today to say, well, I'm a PlayStation guy now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know, the truth is, it, would, it wouldn't have mattered to me. I mean, uh, uh, the, the, I, the pro- I already have Ultimate, so yeah, yeah. So I had Ultimate as well. Uh, but I have friends that don't know that that's a thing still, you know, yeah. and not everybody is as steeped into gaming culture the way the four of us are. So, you know, other people are like, well, I don't want an ultimate pass. I don't need that period. And I'm like, it's the, it's the same thing, dude. Yeah, you get more <laughs> like, you know, how many times I've had to tell that to people got dude, just just get it. It's It's fine. You know what I mean? So before I started playing Sea of Thieves, I was just so I was silver. I was like, all right, you know, I don't play game, I don't play online games that much, and I don't really play online with anybody at all. And then, uh, and then I found Sea of Thieves. Like, <clears throat> I had found it when it first came out because they had like a weekend. It's like, oh, free gold weekend, you know, free to play thing. And I'm like, all right, let me try this game then. Or and then it was like a free Game Pass like trial thing. So I mm-hmm. tried out Sea of Thieves. I'm like, all right, this is kind of cool, but. I didn't <clears throat> I didn't touch it again for like another six, seven, maybe a whole year, uh, even. And then and then I found you guys playing it and I'm like, all right, maybe I'll get the Game Pass Ultimate. This will actually be worth it. And, and now it's I would say it's more than paid for itself with all the games that I've played. With oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 
I mean, just the fact so. that you get all like the the exclusive Xbox games, right? Day one, uh, you know, Gears and uh, if and I would have paid my money for all those things that I played, like even if I didn't play them that much, hundreds, hundreds of dollars in the hole. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it, it saved me so much money. Like, like the the day that I I booted up Crackdown three and played <laughs> through it was the day that I realized I'll never <laughs> not have Game Pass because that saved me $60 right there. Because yep. that game was a dumpster fire of shit. And all the Jesus. indie games that come on there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's cool just trying a game out, being like, this looks interesting, I'll play it, instead of being yep. like, oh, I don't know, like worrying about, like, is this? do, you, do I think this will be worth the 40 or $60 even uh, to play this? Like, I don't have to worry about it. It's like, I'll just download it. If I don't like it, I'll just delete it. Yep. No, no, like real money out of my pocket. Is the uh, the gaming subscription uh, GameFly still a thing? It is GameFly. I is I, I still see ads for it. I think they they have, they have moved, moved to movies. They have absorbed Netflix's old DVD market since Netflix doesn't do that anymore. Do they do cloud based stuff now? No, I I, I can't imagine they would. That that's crazy. They'd be competing Game directly with thing, Game right? Pass. At that Game Live point. was the uh, the first streaming gaming thing that didn't work really well because internet kind of still sucked back then in the early two thousands. I don't know. It's like the precursor. It sucked back then. Stuff. You talk like somebody who's never had a fourteen four modem, sir. Yep, I we had one. I don't really remember dial up ninety six hundred. That's how far back I go. Ninety six hundred was the top speed. Which which was uh, Jeremy's speed on the last podcast, if I remember right. So, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> the best part about this change that Microsoft did was Halo Infinite's multiplayer is now completely free. Still doesn't change anything for me. It's going to be the best one. Isn't Halo just free for anybody who has Game Pass? Like, yeah, pretty well, yeah, much. Because like, we're going to get a game. game they can't, they can't even give it away, Dave. It's fine. The multiplayer is the multiplayer component separate, sort of, and free no matter what. So if you don't have Game Pass, it's still free. And now that you don't need gold to play free to play so games, you can how play are they it for making as well. money with this? What? Well, so the is there going to be like in game? purchases or loot boxes or probably how? they haven't really detailed it they said no loot boxes no loot boxes so it's probably gonna they're, be the, like, they're the skin already thing. making money from the game pass ultimate and stuff like that so but, yeah, yeah but, but that's that's split for like 200 games though you know what i'm saying that's i don't know how it works i'm interested to see how how they're gonna um, deal with that but <clears throat> microsoft is a huge corporation so uh -huh. And they own they own Halo, so they yeah, don't really. It's going to be cosmetics. Yeah, they don't and really uh, need the income from it. Uh, just because they I'm don't need it's the be income like... doesn't mean they're going to throw the income away. There's got to be something, no. something there that's going to make sure that they turn a profit, even if they Battle give pass. the game away. Yeah. Already confirmed. Battle which is why, confirmed. which is why ultimately I'm okay with microtransactions in games for cosmetics. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's funny CD how far we've come it. from uh, horse armor being a big deal in uh, Oblivion to I kind of like paying for cosmetics. Uh, of, uh, no, because the horse armor gave you actual stats. That's why it was a big deal. Yeah, but I feel like back then it was like you're paying five dollars for armor for your horse. Like, I think the 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 the, the, uh, the overarching attitude back then was like you buy a game. And Remember? you get everything in it. Like, it's a self-contained thing. Like, sure. I'm not paying for extra stuff in this game. But now it's like, you're paying for extra that stuff. That went out the time. window the minute the first game that had DLC came out, bro. Yeah. I'm, about, minute, I'm about to buy Oblivion two season eight passes. Big. I'm about to buy two season passes in two days for Smite. For season eight that they got going on. 40 bucks a piece. Remember when they used to charge for updates and DLCs? They, you'd have to buy a separate disc. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, to map pack and stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. 
now it's free basically for everybody but oh, yeah so that's what the multiplayer is going to be there are there are some games that still charge for extra maps and battlegrounds and things like that so oh remember just make some packs for call of duty do they still do that no because uh that was the whole thing like you'd split the player base and like you'd have yeah. like a bunch of people that just couldn't play the maps so they're like we're just gonna give to everybody so everyone can play together which makes more sense ultimately for technically them. they still have that in mmos there are some people that can't get expansions or whatnot mm. that are like pre-expansion so it still splits the player base even though they're in the same platform i, th I find then, that really interesting and then and then i remember like after a while, like the the map packs wouldn't weren't on discs anymore. You had just got to go to the store and you bought a card. Yep. Yeah. Uh, code and then you for it. Card. Yep. Yeah. And now now you can just buy it online. It's just sort of the same. Do a quick search. I like that. Right. It's convenient. Yeah, I prefer yeah. the modern oh, yeah. thing now. Vastly. I like making snap decisions. Like I want to play all three mafia games since I never played them, being able to download them all. Three with yeah. the touch of a button. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's pretty cool. Well, especially, like especially now. I mean, that, yeah. that's how. It's a uh, pandemic. Yeah. Should be. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, that I'm, pandemic going on. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, Who'd have uh, thunk it? Jeremy, Jeremy just, just occurred to me. To me. I figured uh, out a way, way to fulfill uh, your your uh, uh, intrigue of a tabletop role-playing game and keeping it video game. I pre-ordered pre a Borderlands expansion for Dungeons and Dragons that I'm willing what? to comes in for you guys. I will do that. That sounds pretty sick, actually. All right. See that? Everybody be, be on the lookout for that in the future, then. <laughs> I was claptrap in uh, Borderlands pre-sequel. Ah, oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, claptrap was uh, was pretty boss in that one. He's dope. Support role, but he's dope. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that wraps up this episode of uh, Invite to Party. I think pretty nicely. Um, yeah. We established battle royales are fantastic, and we all can't wait to play more of them uh, in the yeah. future. None of none of what Jeremy Halo said is inarguably the greatest franchise of all time. Settled. Done. Jeremy's uh, wrong. Uh, Halo the Five time. is the best Halo. Bar none. I'm just looking at Brian's face right now. <laughs> Jeremy, if you keep on saying wrong things, we're going to bring up your mom, okay? Uh, nothing wrong with Dave that. Dave is gorgeous. Wait, what? Everyone has smooth skin except me. We might have to find I need a to go moisturize. Podcast. <laughs> uh, I got feelers out. Kick. Um, yeah, so... Uh, what did we even talk about? We kind of went all over the place today. We did? Yeah, we just played a lot of, like, talked about is what it, we've been playing. Isn't that the point, though? Yeah. 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 So I guess it's, it counts well, as successful. We did, we did talk about Microsoft for a bit. Uh, yeah. We talked about all the different games. We talked about uh, Halo and its legacy. And, uh, yeah. I think we talked talk, talk about Halo every episode. That's because Jeremy uh, has the, the obsession. Yeah, he's got, he's got I think a, he's got I've been switching between so much stuff because there hasn't uh, been like a big killer title that is a must play right now. Like I'm not saying there's no games to play. I mean, there's there's plenty of stuff. Hitman Three is good, but it's not like the the definitive. You gotta play this game. Like Cyberpunk should have been. Um, or like or a like big release, release like, like a Halo or a New COD or Division 2 or 3, I, Division 3. Something, something like that. It's like, man, I really want to wake up. I can't wait to get on this game. I just like hope that because of the, the, the extra year that they had for Halo Infinite, that, that there's no issues out right out of the box with it. Yeah, it's got to have a silky smooth launch. There's going to be flighting, so that'll be cool. Try and get in on that. <clears throat> I thought we were closing out the show. Flighting. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, listening. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. I promise. I'm, I'm laughing at him. Um, <laughs> all right. That'll be it for this episode of Invite the Party Podcast. Um, if you like this episode or if you didn't like it, still give us five stars, thumbs up. You know, just don't be petty. All right. We're a little smash podcast. that. We need like all the button. help we can get. Smash the like button. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends and family, bother them, send them, uh, 
Valentine's Day card and just be like, I love you. Listen and invite to party. That's in a couple of weeks, but you know, I'm just planning ahead. Um, well, with how slow, the like button, how slow the United States Postal Service is right now, you probably want to get your Valentine's in there. Yeah, it'll be fine. Now, um, we have a Discord link in the brand uh, episode description. Episode description. Um, go there, talk to Brian a lot. He's lonely. He wants someone to talk to. You. He wants to talk don't, to you. Don't specifically. Don't come listen. there and expect listen. me to. Reply right away because I don't. He I'll has notifications sent I'll directly reply. to his brain. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ray and Brian will be there just chilling. Um, you know, just give us ideas. I'm kind of running dry. You can tell in this episode. What? Um, no. What? No. What? No. We we shouldn't tell them that. All right. We have no. tons of exciting content coming up <laughs> waiting for you guys. Don't worry about it. We're not dry. We're anti-dry. We're super soaking wet. Ugh. Mm, oh I'm not going to keep that part. Um, okay, from one, yeah, so one uh, listen to the other. Subscribe, tell your friends. Word of mouth helps a lot. Join the Discord, talk to us. Let me talk to you. Um, talk to Brian, talk to Dave if he gets on once a week. Um, but yeah, that'll be it for this episode. Thanks for coming to the party. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Why do you got to put me on the spot like that, bro? Why do we let Why you, you do, do this? You ran, you do that finish it. Finish it. I already did. I'm just waiting for your goodbyes. <laughs> no one can see anybody. <laughs> Dude, there we go. Later, yo. Bye. Deuces.